Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WATV Radio seeks to inform and engage the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army. So we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go bride! Our soon coming king awaits. This is a WATV disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are The Bride Ministries, We Are The Bride Radio, or We Are The Bride Television. Thank you. Welcome, my friends, to the Texas Power Hour with Pastor Carolyn Sism and Friends. This radio show is an outreach ministry of Eastgate Ministries in Katy, Texas. Experience the power. Experience the glory with Pastor Carolyn Sism.
taken his grace off of America long enough for us to be attacked. I knew that. I knew that grace was lifted or they could never have attacked us. Mm -hmm. And of course, as we begin to pray and seek the Lord, we have been safe again. Amen. And we will remain a free people, but only by His grace. Only as there is a church that truly seeking the Lord and His will and His purpose for which this nation was founded on. On this July 4th, our nation is facing another war within over the next Supreme Court judge. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle. And through these 242 years, we fought many wars with other nations. I looked to see how many no wars and just there's all kinds of wars. Nations who have attacked us. Our wars within have been with the American Indians and the Civil War, where we were actually shooting and killing each other except for gang wars and, and civil unrest. But in the 21st century, we find ourselves in another war uh, between liberal, anti-Christian factions. And within that faction, uh, there are multiple factions that I would place as anti-Christian factions within our nation. Also, socialism, and their war is against Christianity. The whole war is against Christianity. Amen. And we have been, of course, in a war up until the change of presidents. Islam was trying to take over our nation. Okay, and that has pretty much been closed off. They're still, they're still one of the factions that's within. But the aggression of Islam to take over our nation is has been pushed back some. It, where it's not as strong as it was two years ago. Right now, what is the strongest is the anti-Christian uh, parties that is wanting to take back the nation so that they can destroy it. And I can't figure out why anyone want socialism, which is a government taking over all your assets, mm -hmm. uh, taking over all your money, and telling you what to do. Mm -hmm. Why, the only people who would want socialism are the people who want your money and your property and who want to tell you what to do. And that means I haven't got this thing figured out yet. But this is the battle against Christianity. The battle is against Christianity. The battle for the Supreme Court judge will be the battle to take back our nation as one nation under God with liberty and justice for all. It's important that we pray for the president to choose God's man. God is a man. And let us pray that it is God's man, not man's man, that we put in there. And every political faction in our nation will be trying to impose their power against that choice. Yes. Amen. Every political faction, they're going to come at the president. He says he's going to choose them on the choose one on the night. The sooner he does it, the better. 
And then he's going out of the country. <laughs> he's a wise man.
Hallelujah. Let's go back to the foundation of our nation. You see, our nation came into covenant with God. When, I, when, the, when the first permanent settlement in America was the English colony at Jamestown in 1607, which is now Virginia, the first charter of Virginia, they came into covenant with God. They came, they brought their settlement into covenant with God. God hasn't forgotten that covenant. God has not forgotten that the people who settled this nation came into covenant with him. Their covenant, this was written out, out of their charter. Uh, we greatly commending, they have big words, and graciously accepting of their desires for the furtherance of so noble a work, which may, by the providence of Almighty God, Hereafter, tend to the glory of his divine majesty in propagating a Christian religion to such people as yet live in darkness and miserable ignorance <laughs> of the true knowledge and worship of God. This was the charter. This was the character that they established over Jamestown. <coughs> they came into covenant with God over this nation. Samuel Adams. The great American patriot accused by George, King George III of being the chief uh, rebel rouser of American independence in a letter to James Warren in 1779. I fasted television this week because I cut off mother's cable so I didn't have television in the house. And I had a rental car and I couldn't figure out how to operate the radio. So I didn't know. <laughs> Yeah. 
those who are determined to transmit the blessing of liberty as a fair inheritance to posterity, to associate on public principles in support of public virtue. As long as the people are virtuous, they are bold and strong. If you're walking clean, if you're walking clean before God, it won't matter who attacks you. You're bold and strong. Make my day like Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood. I mean, you could walk through their demons and accusers and you'd say, make my day. Because you're bold and strong. It doesn't mean anything. Because you know that whatever it is they're trying to do can't hurt you or can't touch you. It doesn't mean anything. But, when we give ourselves over to sin and shame, then we become weak and we are no longer strong enough to fight. And that's when Satan comes in. A nation is made great by its people and its values. Throughout the Bible, when ancient Israel had a king who reverenced God and held the word of God in high esteem, the nation prospered. Just a matter of fact, you can read it. It's all through the Bible. And when they had a wicked king, the nation was full of misery. This is also true of our personal lives. Who's king of your life? If Jesus is king of every area of your life, you are a happy, prosperous person. If Satan's king of your life, you are in hell and you are in misery. He's going to stick to it. This does not mean that we will not have trouble or battles. It means we will overcome whatever is put before us. Amen. American history is vividly clear that a faith in God and a reverence for the Bible provide the basis for the founding of our nation. All the revision of history cannot change the facts that America was founded upon the biblical principles of Judeo-Christianity. They can take down all of our statues. They can remove all of our history, but it won't change the facts. They cannot, these who are anti-Christian factors, who are against those who who had Christian principles over this nation, they cannot destroy the covenant that that God made with this nation and that the founders of this nation made with God. They cannot destroy that. Because it's sealed in heaven. Even as our flag has been under attack by what? Anti-American factions. The flag represents the nation itself. When they burn the flag, they're coming against your nation. What um, Henry Ward wrote, whatever may be its symbols, its insignia, a thoughtful mind reached chiefly in the flag, the government, the principles, the truths, the history which belongs to the nation that it that set it forth. So when you see a flag over a nation, I think I said last week that uh, the the blue and the gold and the white of Israel was what um, Mordecai was dressed in when he was set over the. So your flag is dressed. Your flag is dressed mm-hmm. in spiritual colors of your nation. Yeah. 
before God. And I saw that flag. Lord showed me this mountaintop. It had all these gorgeous flags on the top of it. And your flag is there. And all these flags that were on top of that mountain, each one of those had done mighty exploits for the Lord God. Amen. God is in covenant. God is in covenant with this nation. And now I am on the side of God. Amen. I'm not going to come into these people who are anti-Christian. When our nation's founding father gave us the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and others, they had to lead upon a biblical understanding of law, government, social order, and morality. The Patriot Bible, and I have a beautiful copy of it, lists the seven principles of the Judeo-Christian ethic. This is the way they list it. I like it. I'm using it. Number one, the dignity of human life. They are terrified that with the next Supreme Court that Roe v. Wade will be turned over. Can you imagine such a horrible law killing babies? And we have Millions of people in an uproar that the next Supreme Court judge might overturn Ruby Way. Can you imagine a culture within our culture like that? Where the dignity of human life is what Jesus came to say? The scripture teaches the great importance of the respect and preservation of human life. Everyone has unalienable rights, which include life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Every United States citizen in America, you have a path before you that is given to you by God Almighty and guaranteed by your nation for the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. That means there is that path for you which has been given by God. And depression and failure and defeat have no place on that path. Amen. And if you're following after God on that path, you will find happiness. It belongs to us as Christians. Number two. The traditional family. Our society was based upon the belief that the biblical view of traditional marriage and family is the backbone of a healthy social order. Yes, man and woman. Right. Since the joining together of Adam and Eve, <laughs> marriage has been recognized as a holy union between one man and one woman under God. That is until 2015. Under the presidency of Barack Hussein Obama, and this is this is going to go. This is sealed. This also is sealed in heaven. That's right. This is this is only the Supreme Court ruled that same-sex marriage was legal against the law of God. Now, up until this time. Our laws have all upheld, except for abortion, mm -hmm. except for abortion. Our laws have come into agreement with law and order. Amen. 
when they ruled that abortion was legal in all the United States, and then they came back and ruled that same-sex marriage was legal, they came into opposition of God. Yes. Justice Kennedy wrote that opinion. Yes, oh. and he's retired. Yes, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, I had to answer all these questions. I had, and of course, I was not intimidated by her, as you well know. <laughs> but see, they have taken that Social Security is government money. And they have taken it over the authority of Social Security. Social Security is not government money. You and I work for that money, and we put it in there. Right. They're holding it for me. And that woman was trying to intimidate me over something that belonged to my mother. I didn't flinch. Amen. I still don't know if I got it all straight, but anyway, I, I got went, went with it as far as I could go this time. Did she get it? Did she understand what you. Yeah, she did, but she's putting her Social Security on 15 days hold until I get all the other work I've got to do. Done. So I got to follow up to make sure it's taken care of. Okay. Anyway, back to the right. <laughs> but if money doesn't belong to our government, it's right. and you work for it. That's right. Okay. Number four, the right to a God-centered education. You say, well, that left out the window a long time ago. Yes. Proverbs one seven. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. You're not going to have supernatural knowledge. You're not going to have the knowledge of the world system until first you fear God according to the Word of God, not believe the Word of God over what man says. How can one understand the creation without first knowing the Creator? All that you're they're doing is studying what man says. What does this man know? Our oldest universities were founded by Christian preachers and churches. All of them. Harvard, Yale, all of those. Harvard's original seal, ha seal has upon it these words that I said seal. They call it a seal. Harvard has a seal on it. Truth for Christ and the church. And Harvard. The Illuminati have moved in there and they're pulling out attorneys and, and two of them, one sit, or some of them were sitting in our Justice Department right now and one sitting as head of the FBI. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. God sealed harder. And I brought that out today. We need 
in Luke 14 that he had set a table, a banquet table, and that those that he had called to come in had not come. And that he is going to call them in from the highways and the byways, the blind and the lame and the weak. Mm. And that we better receive them when they come. Mm. We will. We will. Whatever shape. I mean, they're not going to come in, in good shape. with good manners and good shape. Amen. That's right. Otherwise, there will be some foolish things going on. <laughs> and who is the adult in the rooms that is going to be able to help? People who do foolish things. Amen. I will. Hey, when I came in, I wasn't in good shape either, Pastor Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that, but, uh, I, but but I'm gonna just be honest and say, Pastor Kelly, you are born again, my sister. I just got to say that for my own self. You are born again, and that's like you know that's that's just so exciting. Yeah. Well, that's what the message I got driving through those cotton fields. <laughs> and I got some interesting, had some interesting calls. I mean, some interesting yeah, interactions when I got back. Foolishness? Well, they were foolish in days past, JT, okay. but uh, they won't come back. They will. They will pass yeah. I said, come on. Because come you, on. Because you Everybody teach come on. So we got to declare it. We got to call it. And we got to. Call it in. Okay, all right. We got that. All right. Call it in. I don't care how foolish they were. Call it in. Who cares? Yeah, they coming in. Mm -hmm. Who cares? Exactly. I've done foolish things in my, in my life, and every once in a while I remember something. <laughs> so I can't be hard on people doing foolish things. Amen. Amen. Okay. Just bring them on in. God's bringing them in. He's bringing them in. And I had I pitched a fit or two over one. <laughs> I thought I'd already paid by then something going. <laughs> the guy says we gotta go around again. I said, okay, we'll get her done. I'm not gonna tell you what I'm talking about. <laughs> Number seven. Personal accountability to God. The greatest restraint against acts of evil toward others is the knowledge that every person and nation will one day give an account of their actions to Almighty God. That's right. It is. Every word you said is already recorded. You've got a book in heaven got your name on it. Mm -hmm. Every act you've ever done, yeah. every word you ever spoke, is written in that book. Big it's a big book. Yes. Like they got a whole, we were studying our heaven, they got this whole place full of books. And there's one with your name on it. Mine too. Accountable to God Almighty. Daniel Webster was once asked, what's the most sobering thought that ever entered your mind? He quickly responded, my personal accountability to God. Everything. You see, this is not my church, Eastgate. God called it. God raised it up. God breathed his breath 30 years ago when he raised up a church, and that church is still been going, and all hell has come against it. 
every kind of way you can think or anything that you want to think of, all hell has come against that East Gate Church and God breathed his breath into the air and he raised it up by the breath of his spirit. And I'm telling you, I never make a decision concerning any one of you and your spiritual life or your personal life that I do not take it to God and ask him, how do you want this handled? Amen. That's good. I'm not even accountable to you, I'll tell you that. Amen. You may not like what I decide. But I know who I am accountable to. I'm keeping it right with him. And you can do whatever you want to do with that. Because I'm keeping it right with him. And if you keep it right with him, he'll make it right. That means you got to get out of the way. Okay. I've got to finish here. I've got two more pages. What am I doing? Do some good stuff, Pastor. Take your time. <laughs> the church must pray. You've got to pray about the appointment and confirmation of the next Supreme Court judge. Yes, yes. Amen. Those who make claim, and there's plenty of you out there, to the apostolic ministry must make a call to unite the people. You have the anointing. If you're an apostle, if you're an apostle, God will put an anointing on you to unite the people. And you must make a call and proclaim it and declare it. Yes. Today is the national call to all King David had the anointing to unite the divided northern and southern kingdoms. Kings have the anointing to muster the people and armies of God for decisive action and battles. We cannot be idle and indifferent at this time. It is the season when we must take the initiative in prayer against the realms of darkness. Yes. Three things today that I have brought up that our nation has come into opposition of God. One is the right to life. Second is the sovereignty of marriage. And third is the, is the right to a godly education. Amen. Okay. Right. We have generations of children on the earth that do not even know where it is. take that ground which has been lost to the kingdom of darkness. If we're ruling reign with Christ Jesus, then we must take new ground and enlarge the boundary of kingdom influence, and this will have to be done by faith. Judges 5, 19 through 20. The kings came and fought with the kings of Canaan, fought in Tanakh by the waters of Medjidu. They took no spoils of silver. They fought from the heavens. The stars from their courses fought against Sisera. That was a spiritual battle. The kings and the earth were fighting with the spiritual forces of heaven against the evil on the earth and the stars in heaven fought with them. The hour we're living in calls for strong, bold, unwavering, decisive, and dynamic leadership. 
when threats arrive and when the survival of a nation or church is at stake, kings must provide strong and unwavering leadership. God's raising up gallant warriors who will take the spiritual initiative and who will win spiritual wars. These will not wait to be attacked. They will take the battle to the enemy's gate. They will storm the gates of hell. And this is what our, that is what our founding fathers did. Trey Gowdy. Didn't he say, how did he say it this week? He told them to, <laughs> to finish up what they're doing. And how did he say that? Does it finish the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what he did, this battle that's over our FBI and over this Russia collusion and over whatever else they're fighting over over there, he took it, when he said that, he took it to the gates of hell. Hallelujah. He took it to the gates of hell by his mouth, and he said, finish it, or else do something, and he took it right to the gates of hell. That's right. This nation is being destroyed, so finish now, it. I'm pretty good to that. Yes, you are. Mm. Okay. Really? No, Right. 
For this, just pat him on the shoulder and keep on going. For this. For this reason, the Lord is choosing and anointing men and women of God to lead in strategic level spiritual warfare in these end times. Psalm 48 8. To bind their kings with chains and their nobles with feathers of honor. A familiar weapon of our warfare has been the sword of the Lord, the Word of God. The word of the Lord is wielded not only with the sword in battle, but with the scepter from the throne. The scepter is symbolic of a king's judicial authority. As we recognize who we are as sons and daughters of the king and lay claim to the promises that are ours in the earth, the heaven, and even the heavens, we will, like our founding fathers, will begin to war in such a way that the stars will fight against the enemies kingdom of God on earth, which is within us. Amen. That song, the Star Spangled Banner, that song was so in but he got that song straight on him. We take that it was being warring. The song was warring in heaven, but he was writing it while the bombs were bursting. We take our position with the sword in hand, ready to do battle, and that's the word of God. And with the scepter in hand, ready to render decisions and declare the works of the Lord. Don't whine and complain about what the devil is doing. That's right. right. When the spiritual opposition rages all around us, we have a scepter given to us which, with which to rule over nations. The Lord says to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Mm. Jeremiah 1.10. I'm going to have to go back and look at this. I received the Jeremiah call when I was 33 years old. The Lord spoke it to me. Uh, this day I have put my words in your mouth. And you're, you're to set your face like flint. And you are to face down whoever I found out. I had to do a lot of that facing down. Set my face like flint. But there was a second part to that call. And I'm sure it wasn't anywhere in what I thought. What in the world would I do with that? See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms. To root out and to pull down. To destroy and to throw down. To build and to plant. There are seasons in your life. And now he's telling me he wants the church to take that authority over the nations. How many years is that from 33 to 45 years later from when I heard that scripture spoken to me? Even if the highest office in the land is actively doing this and clearing out corruption and wickedness, so are many prophetic intercessors responding to the call to uproot demonic systems and strongholds. Uh, Sandra sent this to me, and I guess my computer was sending back emails, I don't know, while I was gone. But this is the word that was spoken by Prophet Charles Shamp, and I'll read it to you in closing. I don't have any idea who he is. Did y'all know Charles Shamp? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, where's he from? Anyone know? Ah, where is he from? Um, anyway, this was sent out by Capitol Hill Prepper. 
He gave the prophecy October 15, 2017. Today, as I was in prayer for the nation of America, I was shown a shift taking place in the Supreme Court of the United States. I saw the reign of one from California will come to an end and another will take their place. I heard the Lord say, I'm raining my righteousness up on the highest court in this land. Remember when I was in D.C., I don't know how many years ago, and I was looking out the window, and the Lord spoke to me that I could not trust one branch of my government. That's true. Amen. Yes. I will reverse the curse and judgment placed upon my people and release justice and truth from the highest seat in this nation. I have chosen who sits in the seat of power in your country, and I will also choose those who will sit in the seat of justice in your land. Amen. I will set one like Samuel to rule in righteousness, one who carries conviction for truth and puts my law in practice. I will set your house of justice in order to reverse the judgments placed upon your country by the will of men. Our justice department is in chaos. For I formed this great nation out of the palm of my hands to be a beacon of hope and a light for all nations to see. Satan would have sifted you as wheat, but there was one a woman who stood in the gap for you, America, my bride, mm. at the church. Yes. She would not let go of me, mm. although she felt barren inside, yes. and we did. Yes. She cried out like Hannah to me for my son, and I'm answering her great cry and call with a great awakening that is about to fall. An outpouring that will sweep the land and bring sleeping liberty back from the dead. A resurrection of morals and holiness will be seen again. A love for God and country will begin. My kingdom will shine through these 50 stars and stripes. To show the nations of the earth my great light. I will replace the false walls. Now I named three of them today. Yes, you did. That have been placed in this land and remove the hate and bloodshed perpetrated, got it, perpetrated by demonically inspired men. Yes. My sentence and judgment will be conveyed through those I am about to put into place, and it will not be changed. I have chosen mercy for America. She will rise again to be a great nation that carries my conviction, and I will remove the stains of sin. Redemption and restoration will be your portion and reward, for I have rebuked the devourer for your sakes. You will flourish and prosper once again. Judgment and destruction will pass over your house for the prayers of the righteous will rewrite the laws of the land. I will come and sign them with my own hand as a seal. My people will see a great sign in the Senate and in the house as legislation that carries my convictions and 
purposes are set in place. Get ready, America, for God's amazing grace to be put on display. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.